I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, August the 10th. I hope you're having a great day and we are glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. Uh, we welcome those of you listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those on our podcast, those on our radio app, we welcome you today. Uh, those who are watching on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. And those watching on YouTube, we welcome you as well. And we're glad to have you with us. We're looking forward to a great, great evening. We've got tonight our uh, midweek service. We have a guest speaker tonight, Brother Jerry Furso. Uh, he has uh, been an associate pastor for Brother Chapel in Lancaster, California for many, many years. Uh, Brother Chapel is one that you hear on WVFV uh, every morning. Uh, we have uh, Brother uh, Justin Cooper, Brother Scott Pauley, Brother Jack Treber, and uh, Brother Paul Chapel. all those men who do their daily broadcasts, and we have it in the morning, and then we do the replays in the afternoon. But uh, we're looking forward to hearing Brother Furso tonight. I promise you, you'll be blessed. Uh, we have tonight our last night of our summer kids club and uh, they'll be meeting tonight and then next Wednesday uh, we start up our master club program so it'll be a wonderful time for our Wednesday nights and uh, we're looking forward to a great service tonight and hope you'll be in prayer for the service. If you cannot join us tonight, uh, I hope you'll tune in on the radio, uh, tune in online, and I hope you'll be able to uh, hear the preaching. Hope you'll be encouraged by uh, the message tonight. Happy birthday today. We've got one, uh, Miss Melody Beaver. And uh, Miss Melody, hope you have a wonderful day and a happy birthday to you. Uh, let's be in prayer for our church, of course, the service tonight. Let's pray for a great day on Sunday. Uh, Sunday is back to school Sunday. And we will have a gift for every uh, child, uh, all of the, I say every child, we won't have it for the nursery children, but for those who are going to school, um, ages you know, K through 12th grade, we'll have a gift for every child. And then we'll have a gift for every teacher and every school employee as we're going back to school. I think you'll like the gift. I think it'll be very uh, practical, very helpful. We'll tell you more about it on Sunday. Uh, but let's pray for a great day. And then Sunday night, we have the Lord's Supper. And I'm looking forward to a great service as we partake of the uh, bread and the juice. And we do that in remembrance of what Jesus did for us on the cross. And so hope you'll be praying for a great day Sunday. Let's pray for our school. We're in our staff orientation this week. Uh, Monday is our first day of school. We're so excited, August 15th, and uh, please be in prayer for that. Uh, if you get a chance to go by the school property, it's exciting to see what God is doing there, the, the buildings and the grounds and uh, classrooms and uh, everything is just coming together. Just uh, very, very exciting times, and uh, we're praying for a great school year. Let's pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for our church members. Uh, pray for those who are sick. Pray for those uh, dealing with health issues that God would raise them up as well. Well, here's a song. We'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 126, but here's a great song sung by a youth choir uh, over in Marion, North Carolina. And uh, this youth choir will be a blessing to you. Listen as they sing this song, Finish Well. 
what a powerful message in this song. Then after this song, we'll get right into our Bible study. There will come a day, I know without a doubt, around the throne the saints will bow and lay down every crown. How glorious that moment to see Him face to face, to hear Him say, well done, my child, you've been for that. I hope that's your prayer and I hope that's your desire for your life to finish well. I was preaching, I think it was Sunday, I forget if it was Sunday morning or Sunday night, but I was preaching about the fact that we, we don't know when our last day will be. We don't know when our last moment will be. Uh, Jesus Christ could come at any moment and uh, we're all one heartbeat away from eternity. And so it's so important that we live every day, every moment for Christ. And I want to finish well. Uh, I, I don't want to just, I don't want people to say, well, you know, that, that, that Jeremy guy, yeah, he started well and he, he served the Lord for a while, but then something happened later on in life and he just kind of fizzled out. No, I want to finish strong. I want to finish well. Uh, you know, people often, they remember how you start and they remember how you finish. And uh, I know this, I know that God 
is looking for those who will finish. You say, how do we know that? Well, I believe that we will hear at the judgment seat, uh, well done. Well, well done, it means you finished. It, it means that you, you ran your race and you finished your course. Paul said, I want to finish my course with joy. And I hope you'll run and finish well. And praise God for uh, that. And uh, praise God for that song. Let's look at Psalm 126. It says in verse number 5, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. We have seen in this psalm, we have seen the, the wandering of God's people. They, they wandered and they went into captivity. We saw the working of God. God turned their captivity. God turned His people uh, uh, back to Him, and God led them out of captivity. God delivered them. That was a miracle. Only God could do that. Then we saw the working of God's people. God has a job for us. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth uh, weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. There must be some effort. There must be some labor. There must be some work. God's got a job for you. God's got a job for me uh, to work until he comes back. But then I want you to notice today, let's look at the weeping that is involved. Uh, weeping and praying for God to work. Uh, I believe we should work as if it depends on us, but then I believe we should pray as if it all depends on God. And by the way, it does depend upon God, and we must pray. Uh, I think sometimes we work, and we get our programs, and we get our ideas, and we get our experience, and, and then we start to think that it's all about us, and it's all dependent upon us. But friend, I want to remind you, uh, we are dependent upon God. God's got to do the work. They that sow in tears, the Bible says. Well, what are we talking about with tears? I believe that these are tears of compassion. I believe these are tears of a broken heart. These are tears that represent a heart that is burdened for God to work. Maybe your Christian life has just become mechanical. Maybe you and your Christian life, maybe you're just going through the motions. Friend, I want to tell you, we must be burdened and we must be uh, broken with compassion for God to do a work. It must be something that is in our hearts. It must be something that is real. It must be something that is genuine. Uh, many Christians, they just go through the motions. They, they go to church Sunday morning, they open the hymn book, they sing the songs, they listen to the preaching, they put their money in the offering plate, they leave out, and, and, and nothing really changes, nothing really happens. Uh, we must get back to Christianity that is real and Christianity that is genuine. There must be a passionate love for God. Uh, there must be a genuine uh, desire for God to speak and for God to work. Uh, I hope you, as you're listening today, I hope you do have a desire for God to work. I know I do. I don't want to just go through the, the routine and go through the motions, and I don't want to just show up and just do the same old, same old. I want God to work in me and through me. I don't want my preaching uh, to just become, uh, you know, well, this is what we always do, and you know, here we go again, you know, same story, second verse, been there, done that. I want my preaching to be something that is filled with compassion and something that has the touch of God because I've spent time praying, because I've been burdened for God to use me. Don't you want God to use you in your Sunday school class? 
Don't you want God to use you in your junior church, in your bus ministry? Don't you want God to use you in your prayer life? Don't you want God to use you in your witness? Don't you want God to, to use you in your family, in your home, in your marriage? I want God to work. I wonder when was the last time that you had tears of compassion? When was the last time that your heart was broken uh, over somebody that was lost, somebody that did not know Christ as Savior? Uh, I think we often, because we're, we've been saved and, and we know we're going to heaven, I think sometimes we lose our burden for people that are not saved and people that are not saved. I want to tell you this, friend. The Bible says they will spend eternity in a place called hell. You say, oh, I don't believe that stuff. That's so crazy. Who would believe that? Well, that's exactly what the Bible teaches. And if you believe in heaven, then you have to believe in hell. And if you believe you're going to heaven because of what Jesus said, you have to believe that people that do not do what Jesus has said to go to heaven, you have to believe that those people will spend eternity in a place called hell. Uh, let's get our tears back. Let's get our compassion back. Let's get our burden back. Uh, everybody you see, everybody you come in contact with, they're either saved or they're lost. They're either going to heaven or they're going to hell. There's no middle ground. There's no in between. And we must reach people with the gospel. We must reach people uh, that are lost while we can before it's too late. There must be a weeping. There must be a brokenness. There must be a compassion. I love that verse in the book of Jude. I preached from it several weeks ago. But it says in Jude, verse 22, And of some, having compassion. Uh, those are the ones, the Bible says, that are making a difference. You know what makes a difference in your Christian life? Your compassion, your, your, your brokenness, uh, your, your desire, your heart to make a difference, to see people saved. Uh, Jesus, when he saw the multitudes, Matthew chapter 9 says he was moved with compassion on them. How come? The Bible says because he saw them as sheep that were scattered abroad, as sheep having no shepherd. I tell you, people are lost. People are wandering. People are, are struggling. People are looking for answers. And when Jesus saw those people, he was moved with compassion. I wonder how we see those people. Sometimes we see people as, oh, here we go again. I don't want to have to deal with this person. Or, oh, here we go again. This person, oh, they got a bunch of problems. Well, of course they do. Of course we do. We're, we're human. But I've got good news for people with problems. Jesus is the answer. And for those that are lost, they can find hope and they can find the answer in Jesus Christ. And for those that are saved, they can find peace. They can find satisfaction in Jesus Christ because only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus brings true joy and true contentment. I hope you're uh, encouraged today. I hope you're helped today. And I hope all of us will have a greater burden and a greater passion to see people saved. The Bible says that we must sow in tears if we're going to reap in joy. But then it says in verse 6, He that goeth forth and weepeth. There it is again. Not only the tears, but the weeping. And while we're weeping, we're bearing precious seed. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, that seed is so important. That seed must get out. I hope you have a great day today. Thank you for joining us, and may God richly bless you. We'll look forward to seeing many of you tonight uh, at our prayer meeting, Bible study, 7 o'clock. Uh, have a great day. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. 
If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.